This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. By an SUV. Authorities said three of the pedestrians were pronounced dead at the scene. The fourth person, a 27 year old Newark Valley woman, was seriously injured. She was transported by helicopter to Upstate University Hospital in Syracuse, where she was reported to be in critical condition. According to the Tioga County Sheriff's Office, the three people who died were Newark Valley residents. They were 66 year old John Stevens, 52 year old Doreen Wood, and 25 year old Curtis Acker. Investigators said a 2017 Hyundai Santa Fe was traveling south on Route 38 when it hit the four pedestrians around 11.20 a.m. Wednesday. The name of the 18-year-old driver of the vehicle was not released by authorities. They said the driver remained on the scene after the crash and has cooperated with the investigation. People who witnessed the crash or anyone who may have seen the black SUV traveling in the area before it struck the pedestrians may contact the Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigations Division at 607-687-1010. The State Police Crash Reconstruction Unit and the Tioga County District Attorney's Office are assisting the Sheriff's Office investigators. People who own businesses in the Binghamton Plaza are worried about the fate of the Northside Shopping Center that opened nearly six decades ago. Several tenants still occupy the West State Street Plaza. The last big store at the site, Kmart, closed its doors in December 2016. The vast empty space where Kmart operated now is being used for storage. Up until a couple of weeks ago, the place was filled with tons of hemp that had been abandoned by a business that had planned to process the stuff. Mayor Jared Krams had said he wants to use eminent domain to seize the property for back taxes. Property manager John Toka said the plaza owners now have paid the back taxes. He said the buildings at the plaza are structurally sound, although some renovations are needed. Gillespie Realty of New Jersey, the property owners, have come up with redevelopment plans that include the possibility of a veteran center at the site. The project would have involved a partial demolition of an existing portion of the main plaza complex. Toko said representatives of the owners and plaza tenants are planning to attend a meeting at Binghamton City Hall next Tuesday to discuss the future of the property. Small business operators in the plaza are concerned about the mayor's threat to have the place torn down. Tokos on Thursday showed a report, reporter several occupied and vacant spaces throughout the plaza, noting they are in good condition. He noted the two-story executive office building on the north end of the property needs a new roof, but is otherwise in good shape. Tokos said many parents use a child care center located at the plaza. He said many vendors sell items at weekend flea markets, which operate at the complex. Local politicians and state officials gathered in Binghamton's first ward on Thursday morning to announce an open house for the North of Maine Revitalization Affordable Housing Project. The open house will be held by the First Ward Action Council at 43 North Street today from noon to 5 p.m. Binghamton area residents are welcome to view the recently finished affordable housing unit. City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram stated a shortage of quality affordable housing across Broome County has left too many of our families living in substandard and unacceptable conditions. In Binghamton, we're choosing to lead on solving this crisis, partnering with developers and organizations like the First Ward Action Council to support the creation of affordable housing. This project builds on the revitalization of the North of Maine neighborhood and transforms several blighted, dangerous properties into safe housing for residents. The open house is part of the $8.4 million North of Maine revitalization project, which is creating 23 units of quality affordable housing across seven sites in the neighborhood north of Main Street in Binghamton. The First Ward Action Council is rehabilitating six multifamily buildings and constructing a new four-unit building on a vacant lot on Walnut Street. 
Jerry Willard, First Ward Action Council Executive Director, said we are pleased to show off one of our just-completed buildings with apartments conveniently close to shopping, services, and jobs in downtown Binghamton. This project is the second major investment in the Noma neighborhood in recent years by the First Ward Action Council, New York State, and the City of Binghamton. Funding for the projects was provided by New York State and the City of Binghamton. Residents who are interested in renting one of the new apartments can contact the First Ward Action Council for more information. On February 9th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies responded to a physical injury domestic dispute in the town of Union. The victim reported that her boyfriend, Brian Sanks, age 66 of the town of Union, had attempted to smother her in her sleep, threatened to shoot her with a pistol, and threatened to use a taser baton on her. Brian was taken into custody by deputies, and an extreme risk protection order was subsequently issued. Deputies served the protection order on Brian and located a loaded Smith & Wesson 22 caliber revolver, pistol ammunition, a taser baton, and drug paraphernalia at his residence. The handgun was illegally obtained and possessed by Brian. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, Brian Sanks was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and criminal obstruction of breathing or blood circulation. Sanks was arraigned and has remained in custody of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. He's scheduled to answer for his charges this week in Broome County Court. Several employees at a Tesla factory in Buffalo, New York, have been fired after launching union organizing efforts two days ago, according to Tesla Workers United. The group said in a statement on Thursday that workers received an email around 7 p.m. on Wednesday updating them on a new policy that prohibits them from recording workplace meetings without all participants' permission. TWU said the policy violates federal labor law and flouts New York's one-party consent law to record conversations. Pennsylvania Democratic Senator John Fetterman is in Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to seek treatment for clinical depression. His office said Thursday that Fetterman checked himself in Wednesday night. Fetterman continues to struggle with the after-effects of a stroke he suffered last May. His chief of staff, Adam Gentleson, says Fetterman has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, but it became severe in recent weeks. The 53-year-old Fetterman is in his first weeks as a U.S. senator after winning the seat held by now-retired Republican Pat Toomey. Last week, Fetterman stayed two days in George Washington University, checking himself in after becoming lightheaded. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, rain showers before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 3 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., chance of rain 90%. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m., Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. Save in a big way at Galt Chevrolet. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in New York. In almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. 
Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Good morning on this Friday, February 17th. It's 6.13. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Congratulations to everybody. Made it to another weekend. Another week in the books. That's what we do it for. Work for the weekend. We get there. We got three hours of First News to go today. Then my weekend starts. And of course, Bob Joseph will help you get to noon today. Halfway through your workday, most likely. And maybe we all leave a little bit early today. Nobody has to know. Nobody has to know if we go home at 3 o'clock on a Friday. Just say you have a meeting across town. That's it. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. Looks like we're getting our Friday morning off to a good start on the roads. No major traffic issues to speak of so far, so let's keep it that way. And as always, if you see anything causing problems out there, give us a call. Let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 52 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 49. Today, rain showers before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 3 p.m. Some thunder is also possible. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., a 90% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. 6.15, you're listening to WMBF. If you... My friend Teddy almost set his house on fire. He used a counterfeit, you know, a fake wall charger. He had to go to the hospital. My big sister Jenna's face turned bright red. She was just showing people online how to use a new cream. She still has the scars. My brother's friend Billy had to jump off his motor scooter when it caught fire. He fell and got hit by a car. He broke his leg, blew his chances to play basketball in college. My BFF Chloe was riding her bike and hit a ditch. Her helmet broke in two. Now she has a brain injury. There is a cost to buying cheap. Do you want to pay the price? Real products are tested for safety. Protect yourself. Don't fall for fake products. Visit ncpc.org slash go for real. Brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council and the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Riverwalk. Six eighteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. The New York Giants re-signed wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins. He was scheduled to become an exclusive free agent next month. Hodgins was one of the Giants' biggest surprises this season as they ended a five-year postseason drought. The 24-year-old was claimed off waivers from Buffalo on November 2nd and quickly became a favorite target of Daniel Jones in New York's offense. Hodgins finished with 33 receptions for 351 yards in just eight regular season games and tied Richie James for the most touchdown catches with four. 
Hodgins also caught eight passes for 105 yards and another touchdown in New York's 31-24 wildcard win at Minnesota. A lot of baseball news today. Carlos Beltran is joining the Mets as a special assistant to general manager Billy Epler. His first work with the team since he lost his job as New York's manager for his role in the Houston Astros cheating scandal. Beltran was hired on November 1st, 2019 to replace Mickey Calloway as Mets manager. The Mets announced Beltran's departure following January 26th, when Beltran was the only Astros player mentioned by name in Major League Baseball's report that concluded the team broke rules by using electronics to steal signs en route to the 2017 World Series title. Though Carlos Beltran returning to the Mets after all, had a brief stint with the Yankees as part of the Yes Network in the booth. I'm not going to say Carlos Beltran did a particularly great job in the booth, but a much better fit in the Mets' front office. The new Rangers ace Jacob deGrom says the tightness in his left side is very minor. The Rangers have delayed the start of camp workouts for their prized acquisition. The right-handers' past two seasons with the New York Mets were shortened significantly by injuries. deGrom said he is already further ahead than normal this spring. Says he had already thrown about six times off a mound before getting to spring training, after usually only getting two or three such sessions before getting to camp. The 34-year-old DeGrom signed a $185 million five-year deal with Texas in December. Now, not to speak ill of Jacob DeGrom, I'm not doing that. I think the Mets actually did get better, replacing him with Justin Verlander, not because Justin Verlander's a better pitcher, because you can feel pretty confident that you're going to get 30 starts from Justin Verlander. It's just not something you felt confident in with Jacob DeGrom over the past few years. And Commissioner Rob Manfred says Major League Baseball can produce games digitally in conjunction with MLB TV if Bally Sports Regional Networks are no longer broadcasting them. He says this is a chance to address the game blackouts that inspire so much anger among fans. Diamond Sports Group is the parent company of 19 Bally Sports Networks. It skipped about $140 million in interest payments due Wednesday. Starting a 30-day grace period, that could be the prelude to a bankruptcy filing. Manfred acknowledged some teams could be at risk of losing revenue. He says MLB is prepared to help those teams. Now, this is, you know, horrible for the broadcasting of games, but long-term could be good for Major League Baseball if they're able to end blackouts. And the big problem with baseball is that they're struggling to reach the younger generations, like my generation, that we don't have cable. I don't have cable in my house. I don't need cable. So the only way I really watch baseball is on MLB TV, but I can't do that for the Yankees. Because even in Binghamton, New York, four hours away from New York City, blacked out from the Yankees and the Mets. I think maybe the Blue Jays as well. Because we're too close to Toronto, I'd have to double-check that. So long-term could be good for Major League Baseball to end those blackouts. Some local sports action. Both Binghamton Bearcat basketball teams are in action tomorrow against the UMass Lowell Riverhawks. The men are on the road for a 1 p.m. game starting airtime at 12.45 here on WMBF pregame with the esteemed Roger Neal. And the women host the Riverhawks at the event center at 2 p.m. Fans can also hear the game on KISS 104.1 beginning with pregame coverage at 1.45. 6.22 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors are bracing for a longer fight from the Fed against inflation. 
Wall Street Journal says strong economic numbers have been helping to drive the overall economy. Unemployment is at a 53-year low. Retail sales rose in January by 3%. The reaction was clear on Thursday as the Dow Jones gave up 431 points to close at 33,696. The S&P surrendered nearly 1.4%. The Nasdaq finished the day lower by one and three quarters percent. We're still getting a lot of our food delivered. DoorDash has reported better-than-expected sales for the fourth quarter, and it's offered upbeat guidance for the current period. Shares in that food delivery company jumped by as much as 6% on the news Thursday. And international airline passengers in New York and around the country are looking at a day of delays now after a power outage at Kennedy Airport. Dozens of flights have been canceled or delayed since last night from that New York airport. Jim Ryan, ABC News. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities, including ordering food delivery for healthcare workers, holding story time for children online, and providing surgical masks to medical professionals and first responders. Empowering us to do more, Lions Club's International Foundation has provided nearly $2.5 million in grant funding for COVID-19 relief. And that support continues to grow. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. Welcome. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 625 on WMBF. Now time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Do all the notifications you get on your phone make you feel happy, informed, stressed out? No matter what, they are definitely causing you to lose focus on whatever you're trying to do. Now, it may not seem like a big deal, but all the time you spend checking your phone can really add up. Sharon Horwood is a senior lecturer in psychology at Deakin University in Australia. She says, we know switching your phone to silent isn't going to magically fix the problem. What is needed is behavioral change, and that's hard. Start by turning off non-essential notifications, Horwood says. Interrupt the urge to check and actively decide if it's going to benefit you. Or try the Pomodoro method. That involves breaking your concentration time into manageable chunks and then rewarding yourself with a short break in between those chunks, even to check your notifications. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our President's Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Six twenty nine on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Looks like we're getting our Friday morning off to a pretty good start on the roads. No major traffic issues to speak of so far. So let's keep it that way, and we'll all get to the weekend just a little bit sooner. And as always, if you see anything causing problems out there, give us a call and let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 53 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 49. Today, rain showers before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 3 p.m. Some thunder is also possible. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., chance of rain 90%. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 28. And Sunday, cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. 6.30. You're listening to WMBF. Please. WMBF. 6.31 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. Entertainment News. Let the quantum mania begin. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania is in theaters this weekend. The latest big Marvel movie. And star Paul Rudd says his character Scott Lang just wants to chill and enjoy his newfound fame a little. We're starting the movie. He's already saved the universe. I mean, my God, can't the guy just, like, sit and breathe for ten minutes before he has to go up and face Kang the Conqueror? What's it gonna be? Kang the Conqueror, played by a very buff Jonathan Majors. Batman. Yeah, he was getting ready after this. He was going to shoot Creed. I'm like, great, here we go, yeah. I gotta, and I gotta fight you? Quantumania could earn over $100 million by the time President's Day weekend is over. Marvel is owned by Disney, the parent company of ABC News. And starting today, Super Nintendo World opens at Universal Studios Hollywood with all kinds of Super Mario Brothers rides and attractions. A similar world will open at Universal Orlando in 2025. And Ed Sheeran is 32 today. Jason Athens in ABC News, Hollywood. Three... 
where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 17th. You're listening to WNBF. Two men and two women who were walking on the shoulder of a roadway in the town of Newark Valley were struck by an SUV. Authorities said three of the pedestrians were pronounced dead at the scene. The fourth person, a 27-year-old Newark Valley woman, was seriously injured. She was transported by helicopter to Upstate University Hospital in Syracuse, where she was reported to be in critical condition. According to the Tioga County Sheriff's Office, the three people who died were Newark Valley residents. They were 66-year-old John Stevens, 52-year-old Doreen Wood, and 25-year-old Curtis Acker. Investigators said a 2017 Hyundai Santa Fe was traveling south on Route 38 when it hit the four pedestrians around 11.20 a.m. Wednesday. The name of the 18-year-old driver of the vehicle was not released by authorities. They said the driver remained on the scene after the crash and has cooperated with the investigation. People who witnessed the crash or anyone who may have seen the black SUV traveling in the area before it struck the pedestrians may contact the Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigations Division at 607-687-1010. The State Police Crash Reconstruction Unit and the Tioga County District Attorney's Office are assisting the Sheriff's Office investigators. People who own businesses in the Binghamton Plaza are worried about the fate of the Northside Shopping Center that opened nearly six decades ago. Several tenants still occupy the West State Street Plaza. The last big store at the site, Kmart, closed its doors in December 2016. The vast empty space where Kmart operated now is being used for storage. Up until a couple of weeks ago, the place was filled with tons of hemp that had been abandoned by a business that had planned to process the stuff. Mayor Jared Kramps had said he wants to use eminent domain to seize the property for back taxes. Property manager John Toko said the plaza owners now have paid the back taxes. He said the buildings at the plaza are structurally sound, although some renovations are needed. Gillespie Realty of New Jersey, the property owners, have come up with redevelopment plans that include the possibility of a veteran center at the site. The project would have involved a partial demolition of an existing portion of the main plaza complex. Toko said representatives of the owners and plaza tenants are planning to attend a meeting at Binghamton City Hall next Tuesday to discuss the future of the property. Small business operators in the plaza are concerned about the mayor's threat to have the place torn down. Tokos on Thursday showed a report reporter several occupied and vacant spaces throughout the plaza, noting they are in good condition. He noted the two-story executive office building on the north end of the property needs a new roof, but is otherwise in good shape. Toko said many parents use a child care center located at the plaza. He said many vendors sell items at weekend flea markets, which operate at the complex. Local politicians and state officials gathered in Binghamton's first ward on Thursday morning to announce an open house for the North of Maine Revitalization Affordable Housing Project. The open house will be held by the First Ward Action Council at 43 North Street today from noon to 5 p.m. Binghamton area residents are welcome to view the recently finished affordable housing unit. City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram stated a shortage of quality affordable housing across Broome County has left too many of our families living in substandard and unacceptable conditions. In Binghamton, we're choosing to lead on solving this crisis, partnering with developers and organizations like the First Ward Action Council to support the creation of affordable housing. This project builds on the revitalization of the North of Maine neighborhood and transforms several blighted, dangerous properties into safe housing for residents. The open house is part of the $8.4 million North of Maine revitalization project, which is creating 23 units of quality affordable housing across seven sites in the neighborhood north of Main Street in Binghamton. The First Ward Action Council is rehabilitating six multifamily buildings and constructing a new four-unit building on a vacant lot on Walnut Street. 
Jerry Willard, First Ward Action Council Executive Director, said we are pleased to show off one of our just-completed buildings with apartments conveniently close to shopping, services, and jobs in downtown Binghamton. This project is the second major investment in the Noma neighborhood in recent years by the First Ward Action Council, New York State, and the City of Binghamton. Funding for the projects was provided by New York State and the City of Binghamton. Residents who are interested in renting one of the new apartments can contact the First Ward Action Council for more information. On February 9th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies responded to a physical injury domestic dispute in the town of Union. The victim reported that her boyfriend, Brian Sanks, age 66 of the town of Union, had attempted to smother her in her sleep, threatened to shoot her with a pistol, and threatened to use a taser baton on her. Brian was taken into custody by deputies, and an extreme risk protection order was subsequently issued. Deputies served the protection order on Brian and located a loaded Smith & Wesson 22 caliber revolver, pistol ammunition, a taser baton, and drug paraphernalia at his residence. The handgun was illegally obtained and possessed by Brian. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, Brian Sanks was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and criminal obstruction of breathing or blood circulation. Sanks was arraigned and has remained in custody of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. He's scheduled to answer for his charges this week in Broome County Court. Several employees at a Tesla factory in Buffalo, New York, have been fired after launching union organizing efforts two days ago, according to Tesla Workers United. The group said in a statement on Thursday that workers received an email around 7 p.m. on Wednesday updating them on a new policy that prohibits them from recording workplace meetings without all participants' permission. TWU said the policy violates federal labor law and flouts New York's one-party consent law to record conversations. Pennsylvania Democratic Senator John Fetterman is in Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to seek treatment for clinical depression. His office said Thursday that Fetterman checked himself in Wednesday night. Fetterman continues to struggle with the after-effects of a stroke he suffered last May. His chief of staff, Adam Gentleson, says Fetterman has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, but it became severe in recent weeks. The 53-year-old Fetterman is in his first weeks as a U.S. senator after winning the seat held by now-retired Republican Pat Toomey. Last week, Fetterman stayed two days in George Washington University, checking himself in after becoming lightheaded. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, rain showers before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 3 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., chance of rain 90%. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m., Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering, too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223. 
or visit alanon.org slash help. Six forty-three on WMBF. This is James Kelly on First News. I've got some good news for baseball fans. Blackouts may be a thing of the past. If you missed it at the top of the hour when we had our sports update, or if you missed it yesterday when we first started talking about the story, well, Bally Sports, owned by Diamond Sports Group, they broadcast fourteen MLB teams that may be filing for bankruptcy. It skipped about $140 million in interest payments that were due on Wednesday, which started a 30-day grace period. And Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred says Major League Baseball can produce the games digitally in conjunction with MLB TV if Bally Sports regional networks are no longer broadcasting them. And that is huge, a huge, huge deal. Now, I do have MLB TV because I watch a lot of West Coast baseball too. Not so much this past year because, well, on the West Coast, baseball games start at 10 o'clock. And they end at about 1 o'clock. Maybe, if I'm lucky. Some of them end at like 2 o'clock. And I wake up at 4 o'clock. So that's not really a good way for me to sleep. But in general, baseball fans, MLB TV is all they really want. They want to be able to watch their team on MLB TV, though. There's a big problem now is that I don't have cable in Binghamton. Because I don't need cable. I never watch cable. I stream everything. But if I want to watch the Yankees or the Mets, or sometimes even the Blue Jays, I'm not sure if Toronto's in the blackout zone in Binghamton. But even still, Binghamton, four hours away from New York City, I can't watch the Yankees or the Mets. Now, luckily, the Yankees and the Mets, uh, my parents still have cable. Don't tell anybody. I still use their login so that I can watch it on, like, Fox Sports or uh, SNY or whatever channel the game's being broadcasted on. I can still watch it. But if I was able to get the Yankees and Mets on MLB TV, I don't think I'd pay for anything else ever again. That'd just be it. All of my content would be MLB TV. Now, that's how you reach out to the younger generations. Baseball's biggest problem is that it's losing popularity with younger generations. Well, the way to solve that is make it easier for people to watch the games. Oh, hopefully we're going to get that. 645, you're listening to WMBF. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section, when dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain, and you held on to them, just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful, pain-reducing prescription medicines. But most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home. Pills, patches, or syrups in drawers, purses, and cabinets. Anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. That sound is why we fund life-saving science. That sound is why we push you to be healthier. That sound is why we have an unhealthy obsession with your health at American Heart Association. Get the facts at heart.org slash your health.
6.48 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Looks like we're getting our Friday morning off to a good start on the road so far. No major traffic issues to speak of, so let's keep it that way, and we'll all get to the weekend just a little bit sooner. And as always, if you see anything causing problems out there, give us a call and let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 53 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 49. Today, rain showers before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 3 p.m. Some thunder is also possible. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., chance of rain 90%. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m. Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 28. And Sunday, cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. It's 649. You're listening to WMBF. Does your... on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Parents, listen up. What's the most dangerous app for your kids? Or to rephrase the question, what app do the world's pedophile perverts love the most? I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at linkedin.com slash Kim. The Wall Street Journal reports TikTok has emerged as the biggest, fastest growing child danger zone yet. It's also the world's most downloaded social media app with billions of videos uploaded each month, many featuring children and young teens singing, dancing, and talking about their lives. A pedophile's dream app. TikTok's algorithm learns what each user likes. And it's a perfect storm. The very thing that keeps kids glued to the app makes it easier for pedophiles to find them, talk to them, and groom them. I can't stress this enough. TikTok is an arm of the communist Chinese government. It should be banned in America. Until then, ban it from your home and your family. Sound like a tech pro, even if you're not one. Get my longer daily podcast, Perfect Run and Go, called Kim Commando today. Do you want to know what's trending now? You can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. That's right. No payments and no interest for six months. This is a big deal. NetSuite by Oracle has never made an offer like this in its 22 years as the leading cloud financial system. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, getting visibility and control over their financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. NetSuite has everything you need to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and increased productivity across every department. In fact, almost 90% of finance leaders agree that NetSuite helps them reduce manual data entry time. So whether your business generates millions or hundreds of millions of dollars, take advantage of this special financing offer of no payments or interest for six months today. Visit NetSuite.com slash Kim. That's NetSuite.com slash Kim for no payments or interest for six months. That's NetSuite.com slash Kim. NetSuite.com slash Kim. Do you have News Radio 1290 WMBF? 6.56 on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Both Binghamton Bearcat basketball teams are in action tomorrow against the UMass Lowell Riverhawks. The men are on the road for a 1 p.m. game. Airtime at 12.45 here on WMBF with the esteemed Roger Neal. And the women host the Riverhawks at the event center at 2 p.m. Fans can also hear the game on KISS 104.1 beginning with pregame coverage at 145. 
The New York Giants re-signed wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins. He was scheduled to become an exclusive rights-free agent next month. Hodgins was one of the Giants' biggest surprises this season as they ended a five-year postseason drought. The 24-year-old Hodgins was claimed off waivers from Buffalo on November 2nd and quickly became a favorite target of Daniel Jones in New York's offense. Hodgins finished with 33 receptions for 351 yards in just eight regular season games and tied Richie James for the most touchdown catches with four. He also caught eight passes for 105 yards and another touchdown in New York's 31-24 wildcard win at Minnesota. Carlos Beltran is joining the Mets as a special assistant to general manager Billy Epler, his first work with the team since he lost his job as New York's manager for his role in the Houston Astros cheating scandal. Beltran was hired on November 1st, 2019 to replace Mickey Calloway as Mets manager. The Mets announced Beltran's departure the following January 16th after Beltran was the only Astros player mentioned by name in Major League Baseball's report that concluded the team broke rules by using electronics to steal signs en route to the 2017 World Series title. This past season, Carlos Beltran could be seen in the Yes Network booth, broadcasting games for the Yankees on occasion. Let's say he's a much better fit in the Mets' front office. New Rangers ace Jacob deGrom says the tightness in his left side is very minor. The Rangers have delayed the start of camp workouts for their prized acquisition. The right-handers past two seasons with the New York Mets were shortened significantly by injuries. DeGrom says he is already further ahead than normal this spring. He says he had already thrown about six times off a mound before getting to spring training, after usually getting two or three such sessions before getting the camp. The 34-year-old DeGrom signed a $185 million five-year deal with Texas in December. Now, hindsight 2020. Might have been a pretty good deal by the Mets to let Jacob DeGrom walk and get Justin Verlander. Not that the Mets let Jacob DeGrom walk. They wanted to keep him. He clearly did not want to be in New York anymore. But replacing him with Justin Verlander might be a step up for the Mets because at least Verlander is a little bit more sure to throw 30 games this year than Jacob DeGrom. And, of course, Verlander coming off a Cy Young award. And Commissioner Rob Manfred says Major League Baseball can produce games digitally in conjunction with MLB TV if Bally Sports regional networks are no longer broadcasting them. He says this is a chance to address the game blackouts that inspire so much anger among fans. Diamond Sports Group is the parent company of 19 Valley Sports Networks. It skipped about $140 million in interest payments due Wednesday, starting a 30-day grace period that could be the prelude to a bankruptcy filing. Manfred acknowledged some teams could be at risk of losing revenue. He says MLB is prepared to help those teams. 659, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news, ABC News, coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 17th. You're listening to WNBF. Two men and two women who were walking on the shoulder of a roadway in the town of Newark Valley were struck by an SUV. Authorities said three of the pedestrians were pronounced dead at the scene. The fourth person, a 27-year-old Newark Valley woman, was seriously injured. She was transported by helicopter to Upstate University Hospital in Syracuse, where she was reported to be in critical condition. According to the Tioga County Sheriff's Office, the three people who died were Newark Valley residents. They were 66-year-old John Stevens, 52-year-old Doreen Wood, and 25-year-old Curtis Acker. 
Investigators said a 2017 Hyundai Santa Fe was traveling south on Route 38 when it hit the four pedestrians around 11.20 a.m. Wednesday. The name of the 18-year-old driver of the vehicle was not released by authorities. They said the driver remained on the scene after the crash and has cooperated with the investigation. People who witnessed the crash or anyone who may have seen the black SUV traveling in the area before it struck the pedestrians may contact the Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigations Division at 607-687-1010. The State Police Crash Reconstruction Unit and the Tioga County District Attorney's Office are assisting the Sheriff's Office investigators. People who own businesses in the Binghamton Plaza are worried about the fate of the Northside Shopping Center that opened nearly six decades ago. Several tenants still occupy the West State Street Plaza. The last big store at the site, Kmart, closed its doors in December 2016. The vast empty space where Kmart operated now is being used for storage. Up until a couple of weeks ago, the place was filled with tons of hemp that had been abandoned by a business that had planned to process the stuff. Mayor Jared Krams had said he wants to use eminent domain to seize the property for back taxes. Property manager John Toko said the plaza owners now have paid the back taxes. He said the buildings at the plaza are structurally sound, although some renovations are needed. Gillespie Realty of New Jersey, the property owners, have come up with redevelopment plans that include the possibility of a veteran center at the site. The project would have involved a partial demolition of an existing portion of the main plaza complex. Toko said representatives of the owners and plaza tenants are planning to attend a meeting at Binghamton City Hall next Tuesday to discuss the future of the property. Small business operators in the plaza are concerned about the mayor's threat to have the place torn down. Tokos on Thursday showed a report, reporter several occupied and vacant spaces throughout the plaza, noting they are in good condition. He noted the two-story executive office building on the north end of the property needs a new roof, but is otherwise in good shape. Toko said many parents use a child care center located at the plaza. He said many vendors sell items at weekend flea markets, which operate at the complex. Local politicians and state officials gathered in Binghamton's first ward on Thursday morning to announce an open house for the North of Maine Revitalization Affordable Housing Project. The open house will be held by the First Ward Action Council at 43 North Street today from noon to 5 p.m. Binghamton area residents are welcome to view the recently finished affordable housing unit. City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram stated a shortage of quality affordable housing across Broome County has left too many of our families living in substandard and unacceptable conditions. In Binghamton, we're choosing to lead on solving this crisis, partnering with developers and organizations like the First Ward Action Council to support the creation of affordable housing. This project builds on the revitalization of the North of Maine neighborhood and transforms several blighted, dangerous properties into safe housing for residents. The open house is part of the $8.4 million North of Maine revitalization project, which is creating 23 units of quality affordable housing across seven sites in the neighborhood north of Main Street in Binghamton. The First Ward Action Council is rehabilitating six multifamily buildings and constructing a new four-unit building on a vacant lot on Walnut Street. Jerry Willard, First Ward Action Council Executive Director, said we are pleased to show off one of our just-completed buildings with apartments conveniently close to shopping, services, and jobs in downtown Binghamton. This project is the second major investment in the Noma neighborhood in recent years by the First Ward Action Council, New York State, and the City of Binghamton. Funding for the projects was provided by New York State and the City of Binghamton. Residents who are interested in renting one of the new apartments can contact the First Ward Action Council for more information. On February 9th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies responded to a physical injury domestic dispute in the town of Union. The victim reported that her boyfriend, Brian Sanks, age 66 of the town of Union, had attempted to smother her in her sleep, threatened to shoot her with a pistol, and threatened to use a taser baton on her. 
Brian was taken into custody by deputies, and an extreme risk protection order was subsequently issued. Deputies served the protection order on Brian and located a loaded Smith & Wesson 22 caliber revolver, pistol ammunition, a taser baton, and drug paraphernalia at his residence. The handgun was illegally obtained and possessed by Brian. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, Brian Sanks was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and criminal obstruction of breathing or blood circulation. Sanks was arraigned and has remained in custody of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. He's scheduled to answer for his charges this week in Broome County Court. Several employees at a Tesla factory in Buffalo, New York, have been fired after launching union organizing efforts two days ago, according to Tesla Workers United. The group said in a statement on Thursday that workers received an email around 7 p.m. on Wednesday updating them on a new policy that prohibits them from recording workplace meetings without all participants' permission. TWU said the policy violates federal labor law and flouts New York's one-party consent law to record conversations. Pennsylvania Democratic Senator John Fetterman is in Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to seek treatment for clinical depression. His office said Thursday that Fetterman checked himself in Wednesday night. Fetterman continues to struggle with the after-effects of a stroke he suffered last May. His chief of staff, Adam Gentleson, says Fetterman has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, but it became severe in recent weeks. The 53-year-old Fetterman is in his first weeks as a U.S. senator after winning the seat held by now-retired Republican Pat Toomey. Last week, Fetterman stayed two days in George Washington University, checking himself in after becoming lightheaded. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, rain showers before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 3 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., chance of rain 90%. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m., Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20 story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. News Radio 1290-WMBF. 7.13 on WMBF. You're listening to hour number two of First News with me, James Kelly. Apparently some more technical issues with ABC News, so apologies for that. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Looks like we're getting our Friday morning off to a good start on the roads. No major traffic issues to speak of so far. So let's keep it that way and we'll all get to the weekend just a little bit sooner. 
And as always, if you see anything causing problems out there, give us a call and let us know, and we will let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 53 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 50. Warm start to the morning. Today, rain showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 4 p.m. Some thunder also possible. Temperatures falling to around 30 degrees by 4 p.m., 90% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 28. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. 714, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Both Binghamton Bearcat basketball teams are in action tomorrow against the UMass Lowell Riverhawks. The men are on the road for a 1 p.m. game. You can listen to it right here on WMBF, pregame starting at 1245. And the women host the Riverhawks at the Events Center at 2 p.m. Fans can hear that game on KISS 104.1, beginning with pregame coverage at 145. Both teams quickly approaching their conference tournaments representing really the only chance they have at making it to the big tournament in March. You know the one I'm talking about, the one with all the way down to 16 seeds, which is right about where Binghamton would be if it makes it into the tournament. But an exciting time, that conference tournament, you want to see your team go to the conf- to go to the big tournament in March. So you got to see the Binghamton Bearcats win the conference tournament. It's coming up soon. So now's the time to really start paying attention, Binghamton basketball. The New York Giants re-signed wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins. He was scheduled to become an exclusive rights free agent next month. Hodgins was one of the Giants' biggest surprises this season as they ended a five-year postseason drought. The 24-year-old was claimed off waivers from Buffalo on November 2nd and quickly became a favorite target of Daniel Jones in New York's offense. Hodgins finished with 33 receptions for 351 yards in just eight regular season games and tied Richie James for the most touchdown catches with four. Hodgins also caught eight passes for 105 yards and another touchdown in New York's 31-24 wildcard win at Minnesota. Some baseball news. Carlos Beltran is joining the Mets as a special assistant to general manager Billy Epler. His first work with the team since he lost his job as New York's manager for his role in the Houston Astros cheating scandal. Beltran was hired on November 1, 2019 to replace Mickey Calloway as Mets manager. The Mets announced Beltran's departure the following January 16th after Beltran was the only Astros player mentioned by name in Major League Baseball's report that concluded the team broke rules by using electronics to steal signs en route to the 2017 World Series title. Carlos Beltran this past season made a few frequent appearances in the Yes Network booth for the Yankees. Probably a better fit in the front office for the Mets. New Rangers ace Jacob deGrom says the tightness in his left side is very minor. The Rangers have delayed the start of camp workouts for their prized acquisition. The right-handers' past two seasons with the New York Mets were shortened, but significantly by injuries. deGrom says he is already further ahead than normal this spring. He said he'd already thrown about six times off a mound before getting to spring training, after usually only getting two or three such sessions before getting to camp. The 34-year-old deGrom signed a $185 million five-year deal with Texas in December. The Mets' counter move was to sign Justin Verlander, coming off an AL Cy Young Award. It'll probably work out better for the Mets. They have a little bit of a 
sense of confidence in Justin Verlander to pitch the entire season, throw at least 30 games. That confidence just not there with Jacob DeGrom. Surely could. And DeGrom a better pitcher than Justin Verlander. Not nobody better than Jacob DeGrom in Major League Baseball, but he's had trouble staying on the field. And MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred says Major League Baseball can produce games digitally in conjunction with MLB TV if Bally Sports regional networks are no longer broadcasting them. He says this is a chance to address the game's blackouts that inspire so much anger among fans. Diamond Sports Group is the parent company of 19 Bally Sports Networks. It skipped about $140 million in interest payments that were due on Wednesday, starting a 30-day grace period that could be the prelude to a bankruptcy filing. Manfred acknowledged some teams could be at risk of losing revenue. He says MLB is prepared to help those teams. Blackouts is definitely the number one thing that baseball fans hate. And it's probably the really one thing that stops baseball fans from getting MLB TV is that they can't watch their own team on it. Now, for people like me who want to see other teams play as well, of course I have MLB TV, and I'll be glad to see the blackouts go. But if I was just a Yankees fan or just a Mets fan, well, there'd be no reason to get MLB TV. I wouldn't be able to watch the Yankees or the Mets anyway in Binghamton. So ending blackouts there could help. I don't know if it'll apply to the Yankees and Mets, because they're not part of Bally Sports. They have the Yes Network and SNY. So I don't know if the Yankees and Mets would be among teams that would still be blacked out or if there's going to be blackouts canceled everywhere. That would be preferable. 722 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors are bracing for a longer fight from the Fed against inflation. The Wall Street Journal says strong economic numbers have been helping to drive the overall economy. Unemployment is at a 53-year low. Retail sales rose in January by 3%. The reaction was clear on Thursday as the Dow Jones gave up 431 points to close at 33,696. The S&P surrendered nearly 1.4%. The Nasdaq finished the day lower by one and three quarters percent. We're still getting a lot of our food delivered. DoorDash has reported better-than-expected sales for the fourth quarter, and it's offered upbeat guidance for the current period. Shares in that food delivery company jumped by as much as 6% on the news Thursday. And international airline passengers in New York and around the country are looking at a day of delays now after a power outage at Kennedy Airport. Dozens of flights have been canceled or delayed since last night from that New York airport. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Uncle Sam. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 7.25 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. Now your Political Insights from ABC News. It's not releasing names, but the special grand jury in Georgia investigating President Trump's attempt to overturn the 2020 election in Georgia says it believes some witnesses should be prosecuted for lying under oath. Republican Carrie Lake's challenge of her defeat in the Arizona governor's race has been rejected by an Arizona appeals court, saying there's no evidence, any deliberate action to keep people from voting. Lake tweets that she'll appeal to the Arizona Supreme Court and says, quote, buckle up, America. The president said he ordered the Chinese spy balloon shot down when it was safe and that the military said that wasn't until it reached the Atlantic Ocean. As for the other three objects, he says the military thinks they were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions. The president says he's restricting six companies that do business with the Chinese army and plans to talk with President Xi. 
Those are your political insights. I'm Andy Field, ABC News. For fifth. Seven twenty-eight on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Looks like we're getting our Friday morning off to a good start on the roads. No major traffic issues to speak of so far. So let's keep it that way, and we'll all get to the weekend just a little bit sooner. And as always, if you see anything causing problems out there, give us a call and let us know. We will let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 53 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 50. Today, rain showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 4 p.m. Some thunder also possible. Temperatures falling to around 30 degrees by 4 p.m., a 90% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 28. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. 729, you're listening to WMBF. Texting privacy. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Let the quantum mania begin. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania is in theaters this weekend. The latest big Marvel movie. And star Paul Rudd says his character Scott Lang just wants to chill and enjoy his newfound fame a little. We're starting the movie. He's already saved the universe. I mean, my God, can't the guy just, like, sit and breathe for ten minutes before he has to go up and face Kang the Conqueror? What's it gonna be? Kang the Conqueror, played by a very buff Jonathan Majors. Batman. Yeah, he was getting ready after this. He was going to shoot Creed, and I'm like, great, here we go, yeah. I gotta... And I gotta fight you? Quantumania could earn over $100 million by the time President's Day weekend is over. Marvel is owned by Disney, the parent company of ABC News. And starting today, Super Nintendo World opens at Universal Studios Hollywood with all kinds of Super Mario Brothers rides and attractions. A similar world will open at Universal Orlando in 2025. And Ed Sheeran is 32 today. Jason Athens and ABC News. Hollywood. It's an anniversary. Hi, this is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing right now in every state and county across America. Despite having more than enough food available in this country, there are nearly 16 million kids, that's one in five children, struggling with hunger. They often don't even know where their next meal is coming from. And the worst part is, this has been going on for years. There's no excuse for it, and that's why Feeding America is doing its best to put an end to childhood hunger. As a nationwide network of food banks, Feeding America engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids and their families all across our nation. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. You can start by going to feedingamerica.org to learn more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 17th. You're listening to WNBF. Two men and two women who were walking on the shoulder of a roadway in the town of Newark Valley were struck by an SUV. 
Authorities said three of the pedestrians were pronounced dead at the scene. The fourth person, a 27-year-old Newark Valley woman, was seriously injured. She was transported by helicopter to Upstate University Hospital in Syracuse, where she was reported to be in critical condition. According to the Tioga County Sheriff's Office, the three people who died were Newark Valley residents. They were 66-year-old John Stevens, 52-year-old Doreen Wood, and 25-year-old Curtis Acker. Investigators said a 2017 Hyundai Santa Fe was traveling south on Route 38 when it hit the four pedestrians around 11.20 a.m. Wednesday. The name of the 18-year-old driver of the vehicle was not released by authorities. They said the driver remained on the scene after the crash and has cooperated with the investigation. People who witnessed the crash or anyone who may have seen the black SUV traveling in the area before it struck the pedestrians may contact the Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigations Division at 607-687-1010. The state police crash reconstruction unit and the Tioga County District Attorney's Office are assisting the sheriff's office investigators. People who own businesses in the Binghamton Plaza are worried about the fate of the Northside Shopping Center that opened nearly six decades ago. Several tenants still occupy the West State Street Plaza. The last big store at the site, Kmart, closed its doors in December 2016. The vast empty space where Kmart operated now is being used for storage. Up until a couple of weeks ago, the place was filled with tons of hemp that had been abandoned by a business that had planned to process the stuff. Mayor Jared Krams had said he wants to use eminent domain to seize the property for back taxes. Property manager John Toko said the plaza owners now have paid the back taxes. He said the buildings at the plaza are structurally sound, although some renovations are needed. Gillespie Realty of New Jersey, the property owners, have come up with redevelopment plans that include the possibility of a veteran center at the site. The project would have involved a partial demolition of an existing portion of the main plaza complex. Toko said representatives of the owners and plaza tenants are planning to attend a meeting at Binghamton City Hall next Tuesday to discuss the future of the property. Small business operators in the plaza are concerned about the mayor's threat to have the place torn down. Tokos on Thursday showed a reporter several occupied and vacant spaces throughout the plaza, noting they are in good condition. He noted the two-story executive office building on the north end of the property needs a new roof, but is otherwise in good shape. Tokos said many parents use a child care center located at the plaza. He said many vendors sell items at weekend flea markets, which operate at the complex. Local politicians and state officials gathered in Binghamton's first ward on Thursday morning to announce an open house for the North of Maine Revitalization Affordable Housing Project. The open house will be held by the First Ward Action Council at 43 North Street today from noon to 5 p.m. Binghamton area residents are welcome to view the recently finished affordable housing unit. City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram stated a shortage of quality affordable housing across Broome County has left too many of our families living in substandard and unacceptable conditions. In Binghamton, we're choosing to lead on solving this crisis, partnering with developers and organizations like the First Ward Action Council to support the creation of affordable housing. This project builds on the revitalization of the North of Maine neighborhood and transforms several blighted, dangerous properties into safe housing for residents. The open house is part of the $8.4 million North of Maine revitalization project, which is creating 23 units of quality affordable housing across seven sites in the neighborhood north of Main Street in Binghamton. The First Ward Action Council is rehabilitating six multifamily buildings and constructing a new four-unit building on a vacant lot on Walnut Street. Jerry Willard, First Ward Action Council Executive Director, said we are pleased to show off one of our just-completed buildings with apartments conveniently close to shopping, services, and jobs in downtown Binghamton. This project is the second major investment in the Noma neighborhood in recent years by the First Ward Action Council, New York State, and the City of Binghamton. 
Funding for the projects was provided by New York State and the City of Binghamton. Residents who are interested in renting one of the new apartments can contact the First Ward Action Council for more information. On February 9th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies responded to a physical injury domestic dispute in the town of Union. The victim reported that her boyfriend, Brian Sanks, age 66 of the town of Union, had attempted to smother her in her sleep, threatened to shoot her with a pistol, and threatened to use a taser baton on her. Brian was taken into custody by deputies, and an extreme risk protection order was subsequently issued. Deputies served the protection order on Brian and located a loaded Smith & Wesson 22 caliber revolver, pistol ammunition, a taser baton, and drug paraphernalia at his residence. The handgun was illegally obtained and possessed by Brian. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, Brian Sanks was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and criminal obstruction of breathing or blood circulation. Sanks was arraigned and has remained in custody of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. He's scheduled to answer for his charges this week in Broome County Court. Several employees at a Tesla Faber law and flouts New York's one-party consent law to record conversations. Pennsylvania Democratic Senator John Fetterman is in Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to seek treatment for clinical depression. His office said Thursday that Fetterman checked himself in Wednesday night. Fetterman continues to struggle with the after-effects of a stroke he suffered last May. His chief of staff, Adam Gentleson, says Fetterman has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, but it became severe in recent weeks. The 53-year-old Fetterman is in his first weeks as a U.S. senator after winning the seat held by now-retired Republican Pat Toomey. Last week, Fetterman stayed two days in George Washington University, checking himself in after becoming lightheaded. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, rain showers before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 3 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., chance of rain 90%. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m., Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. With a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing. Their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, visit aaoinfo.org. Seven forty-three on WMBF. This is James Kelly on First News. Uh, something in the news today: U.S. safety regulators have pressured Tesla into recalling nearly three hundred sixty-three hundred thousand vehicles with its full self-driving system, because it can misbehave around intersections and doesn't always follow speed limits. The recall came after regulators expressed concerns about the way Tesla's system responds in certain cases along roads. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says in documents posted yesterday on its website that Tesla will fix the concerns with an online software update in the coming weeks. The documents say Tesla is doing the recall but does not agree with an agency analysis of the problem. Well, it seems like self-driving cars are still a ways off. I know. Tesla has been trying to make them for a while, but I wouldn't buy a self-driving car. Well, I might buy the car, but I'm not going to use the full self-driving system. And I'm, like, getting around on a day-to-day basis. I don't trust it. It seems very inconsistent to me. Well, that's not great. Also, not in love with Elon Musk. And dude could have just 
been the space guy and the self-driving car guy. No one would have ever known anything about him. But ever since he bought Twitter, I don't think since maybe middle school have I seen anybody that unfunny try their very, very hardest to be the funniest person alive. That's not Elon Musk's fault. He grew up with money. He has a lot of money. You don't get to be funny and rich. No, no, no. You might become rich because you're funny if you're a comedian, but you don't just get to be funny and rich. No, no, no. Either way, if you do own a full self-driving Tesla, you might want to double-check if it's been recalled. And also be careful when it's self-driving because that seems very dangerous, especially when there's problems in intersections. You know who walks in intersections? Pedestrians. That's who walks in intersections. And sometimes people, I'm not going to say me, certainly not, certainly not me who's coming from the New York City area. Some people jaywalk. How do Teslas handle that? I don't know. I've seen a lot of videos of people trying to test the automatic brakes in a Tesla and then ending up on the wrong side of the hood of the car. I've seen a lot of those. 745, you're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Looks like we're getting our Friday morning off to a pretty good start on the roads. So far, no major traffic issues to speak of. So let's keep driving safely. We'll keep it that way. We'll get to work on time today and get to the weekend just a little bit sooner. And as always, if you see anything causing problems on the roads, give us a call. Let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now, about 53 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 50. Today, rain showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 4 p.m., some thunder also possible. Temperatures falling to around 30 degrees by 4 p.m., a 90% chance of rain. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 28. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. 749, you're listening to WMBF. This is an important message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. After a storm, many roads may be flooded. Avoid driving through these areas, especially when the water is moving fast. Drownings can result from driving through water. In fact, as little as six inches of water may cause you to lose control of your vehicle. And as little as two feet of water will carry most cars away. To learn more, call the CDC at 800-CDC-INFO. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, the market for non-fungible tokens is just a fraction of what it was, with one estimate finding trading down 97% from a year ago. NFTs were often hyped up as digital trading cards with collections like Bored Apes or CryptoPunks. The PFP, which is profile picture boom, where people were paying hundreds of thousand dollars for a cartoon ape, I think that has largely gone away. Dan Roberts is the editor-in-chief of Decrypt. He says last year's crypto downturn took the NFT market down with it. NFTs for many, many people have become something of a punchline. I think even the acronym has become a little toxic. But profile pictures aren't the only thing NFT 
NFTs can be used for. There are applications for live event ticketing, uh, media subscriptions. Robert says those applications mean the NFT market isn't likely to dry up completely. Instead, the NFT space is going to evolve into more specific use cases. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Both Binghamton Bearcat basketball teams are in action tomorrow against the UMass Lowell Riverhawks. The men are on the road for a 1 p.m. game. You can listen to it right here on WMBF pregame starting at 1245. BU is currently in second place in the American East Conference with an 8-4 record. The Riverhawks are one half game back at 8-5. The women are currently in 6th place in America East and host the Riverhawks at the Event Center at 2 p.m. Fans can also hear the game on KISS 1041, beginning with pregame coverage starting at 1.45. Conference tournaments approaching for both teams are in crunch time for the season. New York Giants re-signed wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins. He was scheduled to become an exclusive rights-free agent next month. Hodgins was one of the Giants' biggest surprises this season as they ended a five-year postseason drought. The 24-year-old was claimed off waivers from Buffalo on November 2nd and quickly became a favorite target of Daniel Jones in New York's offense. Hodgins finished with 33 receptions for 351 yards in just eight regular season games and tied Richie James for the most touchdown catches with four. Hodgins also caught eight passes for 105 yards and another touchdown in New York's 31-24 wildcard win at Minnesota. Some baseball news. Carlos Beltran is joining the Mets as a special assistant to general manager Billy Epler. His first work with the team since he lost his job as New York's manager for his role in the Houston Astros cheating scandal. Beltran was hired on November 1, 2019 to replace Mickey Calloway as Mets manager. The Mets then announced Beltran's departure the following January 16th after Beltran was the only Astros player mentioned by name in Major League Baseball's report that concluded the team broke rules by using electronics to steal signs en route to the 2017 World Series title. Beltran, a member of the Yes Network booth for the Yankees last year, on occasion wasn't a regular broadcaster. A better fit in the Mets' front office. New Rangers ace Jacob deGrom says the tightness in his left side is very minor. The Rangers have delayed the start of camp workouts for their prized acquisition. The right-handers past two seasons with the New York Mets were shortened significantly by injuries. DeGrom says he's already further ahead than normal this spring. He said he's already thrown about six times off a mound before getting to spring training, after usually only getting two or three such sessions before getting to the camp. The 34-year-old DeGrom signed a $185 million five-year deal with Texas in December. The Mets countered that with signing Justin Verlander, the reigning AL Cy Young Award winner. It'll probably work out better for the Mets. I feel a little more, bit more confident in Justin Verlander to start 30 games this year than Jacob deGrom. deGrom already dealing with some nagging issues. The Mets fans are plenty familiar with that. And deGrom having a pretty tough time staying on the field for the Mets. And Commissioner Rob Manfred says Major League Baseball can produce games digitally in conjunction with MLB TV if Bally Sports regional networks are no longer broadcasting them. He says this is a chance to address the game blackouts that inspire so much anger among fans. That's accurate. That's the number one thing I think baseball fans hate is that their teams are blacked out on MLB TV. Diamond Sports Group is the parent company of 19 Bally Sports Networks. It skipped about $140 million in interest payments due Wednesday, starting a 30-day grace period that could be the prelude to a bankruptcy filing. Manfred acknowledged some teams could be at risk of losing revenue. 
He says MLB is prepared to help those teams. As long as blackouts go away, I say we do whatever we do. That's the worst part of MLB TV. I can't watch the Yankees or the Mets here. They're blacked out. So why get it if you're not interested in any other teams? You still need cable to watch your own hometown teams. It's 759. You're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number two of WNBF's first news. We've got one more hour to go before Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 17th. You're listening to WNBF. Two men and two women who were walking on the shoulder of a roadway in the town of Newark Valley were struck by an SUV. Authorities said three of the pedestrians were pronounced dead at the scene. The fourth person, a 27-year-old Newark Valley woman, was seriously injured. She was transported by helicopter to Upstate University Hospital in Syracuse, where she was reported to be in critical condition. According to the Tioga County Sheriff's Office, the three people who died were Newark Valley residents. They were 66-year-old John Stevens, 52-year-old Doreen Wood, and 25-year-old Curtis Acker. Investigators said a 2017 Hyundai Santa Fe was traveling south on Route 38 when it hit the four pedestrians around 11.20 a.m. Wednesday. The name of the 18-year-old driver of the vehicle was not released by authorities. They said the driver remained on the scene after the crash and has cooperated with the investigation. People who witnessed the crash or anyone who may have seen the black SUV traveling in the area before it struck the pedestrians may contact the Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigations Division at 607-687-1010. The State Police Crash Reconstruction Unit and the Tioga County District Attorney's Office are assisting the Sheriff's Office investigators. People who own businesses in the Binghamton Plaza are worried about the fate of the Northside Shopping Center that opened nearly six decades ago. Several tenants still occupy the West State Street Plaza. The last big store at the site, Kmart, closed its doors in December 2016. The vast empty space where Kmart operated now is being used for storage. Up until a couple of weeks ago, the place was filled with tons of hemp that had been abandoned by a business that had planned to process the stuff. Mayor Jared Krams had said he wants to use eminent domain to seize the property for back taxes. Property manager John Toko said the plaza owners now have paid the back taxes. He said the buildings at the plaza are structurally sound, although some renovations are needed. Gillespie Realty of New Jersey, the property owners, have come up with redevelopment plans that include the possibility of a veteran center at the site. The project would have involved a partial demolition of an existing portion of the main plaza complex. Toko said representatives of the owners and plaza tenants are planning to attend a meeting at Binghamton City Hall next Tuesday to discuss the future of the property. Small business operators in the plaza are concerned about the mayor's threat to have the place torn down. Tokos on Thursday showed a reporter several occupied and vacant spaces throughout the plaza, noting they are in good condition. He noted the two-story executive office building on the north end of the property needs a new roof, but is otherwise in good shape. Tokos said many parents use a child care center located at the plaza. He said many vendors sell items at weekend flea markets, which operate at the complex. Local politicians and state officials gathered in Binghamton's first ward on Thursday morning to announce an open house for the North of Maine Revitalization Affordable Housing Project. The open house will be held by the First Ward Action Council at 43 North Street today from noon to 5 p.m. 
Binghamton area residents are welcome to view the recently finished affordable housing unit. City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram stated a shortage of quality affordable housing across Broome County has left too many of our families living in substandard and unacceptable conditions. In Binghamton, we're choosing to lead on solving this crisis, partnering with developers and organizations like the First Ward Action Council to support the creation of affordable housing. This project builds on the revitalization of the North of Maine neighborhood and transforms several blighted, dangerous properties into safe housing for residents. The open house is part of the $8.4 million North of Maine revitalization project, which is creating 23 units of quality affordable housing across seven sites in the neighborhood north of Main Street in Binghamton. The First Ward Action Council is rehabilitating six multifamily buildings and constructing a new four-unit building on a vacant lot on Walnut Street. Jerry Willard, First Ward Action Council Executive Director, said we are pleased to show off one of our just-completed buildings with apartments conveniently close to shopping, services, and jobs in downtown Binghamton. This project is the second major investment in the Noma neighborhood in recent years by the First Ward Action Council, New York State, and the City of Binghamton. Funding for the projects was provided by New York State and the City of Binghamton. Residents who are interested in renting one of the new apartments can contact the First Ward Action Council for more information. On February 9th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies responded to a physical injury domestic dispute in the town of Union. The victim reported that her boyfriend, Brian Sanks, age 66 of the town of Union, had attempted to smother her in her sleep, threatened to shoot her with a pistol, and threatened to use a taser baton on her. Brian was taken into custody by deputies, and an extreme risk protection order was subsequently issued. Deputies served the protection order on Brian and located a loaded Smith & Wesson 22 caliber revolver, pistol ammunition, a taser baton, and drug paraphernalia at his residence. The handgun was illegally obtained and possessed by Brian. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, Brian Sanks was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and criminal obstruction of breathing or blood circulation. Sanks was arraigned and has remained in custody of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. He's scheduled to answer for his charges this week in Broome County Court. Several employees at a Tesla factory in Buffalo, New York, have been fired after launching union organizing efforts two days ago, according to Tesla Workers United. The group said in a statement on Thursday that workers received an email around 7 p.m. on Wednesday updating them on a new policy that prohibits them from recording workplace meetings without all participants' permission. TWU said the policy violates federal labor law and flouts New York's one-party consent law to record conversations. Pennsylvania Democratic Senator John Fetterman is in Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to seek treatment for clinical depression. His office said Thursday that Fetterman checked himself in Wednesday night. Fetterman continues to struggle with the after-effects of a stroke he suffered last May. His chief of staff, Adam Gentleson, says Fetterman has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, but it became severe in recent weeks. The 53-year-old Fetterman is in his first weeks as a U.S. senator after winning the seat held by now-retired Republican Pat Toomey. Last week, Fetterman stayed two days in George Washington University, checking himself in after becoming lightheaded. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, rain showers before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 3 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., chance of rain 90%. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m., Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. 
This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. I'll second. Eight thirteen on WMBF. You're listening to First News with me, James Kelly. I'm getting ready for the weekend. One more hour to go. Final hour of First News before we're turning it over to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. By the way, if you're not familiar with the program, that's your chance to call in, comment on the things going on in the Binghamton area. Make your thoughts known on air on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Looks like we're getting our Friday morning off to a good start on the roads. No major traffic issues to speak of so far, so let's keep it that way, and we'll all get to the weekend just a little bit sooner. And as always, if you see anything causing problems out there, give us a call. Let us know. We will let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 53 degrees outside, some light rain in the area. Windchill has it at 48. Today, rain showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 4 p.m. Some thunder also possible. Temperatures falling to around 30 degrees by 4 p.m., 90% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 28. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. It's 8.14. You're listening to WMBF. You're one. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Looking for... WMBF. 818 on WMBF. 
Time for a sports update. Both Binghamton Bearcat basketball teams are in action tomorrow against the UMass Lowell Riverhawks. The men are on the road for a 1 p.m. game. You can listen to it right here on WMBF pregame starting at 1245. BU is currently in second place in the America East with an 8-4 record. The Riverhawks a half game behind them at 8-5. The women's team's currently in sixth place in the America East Conference, and they'll host the Riverhawks at the event center at 2 p.m. Fans can also hear that game on KISS 1041, beginning with pregame coverage starting at 145. And we'll have to have the esteemed Roger Neal join us at some point next week. I'll wrap up what's happened during the Binghamton basketball season so far and what's yet to come ahead of the conference tournaments that are rapidly approaching. The New York Giants re-signed wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins. He was scheduled to become an exclusive rights free agent next month. He was one of the Giants' biggest surprises this season as they ended a five-year postseason drought. The 24-year-old Hodgins was claimed off waivers from Buffalo on November 2nd and quickly became a favorite target of Daniel Jones in New York's offense. Hodgins finished with 33 receptions for 351 yards in just eight regular season games and tied Richie James for the most touchdown catches with four. Hodgins also caught eight passes for 105 yards and another touchdown in New York's 31-24 wildcard win at Minnesota. Some baseball news. Carlos Beltran is joining the Mets as a special assistant to general manager Billy Epler. His first work with the team since he lost his job as New York's manager for his role in the Houston Astros cheating scandal. Beltran was hired on November 1, 2019 to replace Mickey Calloway as Mets manager. The Mets announced Beltran's departure the following January 16th after Beltran was the only Astros player mentioned by name in Major League Baseball's report that concluded the team broke rules by using electronics to steal signs en route to the 2017 World Series title. Beltran this past season made some appearances in the Yes Network booth, broadcasting Yankees games as an analyst. Now moving over to the Mets' front office. New Rangers ace Jacob deGrom says the tightness in his left side is very minor. The Rangers have delayed the start of camp workouts for their prized acquisition. The right-handers' past two seasons with the New York Mets were shortened significantly by injuries. deGrom says he's already further ahead than normal this spring. Said he'd already been thrown, he'd already thrown about six times off a mound before getting to spring training, after usually only getting two or three such sessions before getting to the camp. The 34-year-old DeGrom signed a $185 million five-year deal with Texas in December. The Mets countered, signing Justin Verlander to a two-year deal, coming off an AL Cy Young Award. It'll probably work out pretty well for the Mets. Justin Verlander, great pitcher. I may be a little more confident in him to throw 30 games, more so than Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom, the best pitcher in all of baseball, but has had trouble staying on the field. Commissioner Rob Manfred says Major League Baseball can produce games digitally in conjunction with MLB TV if Bally Sports Regional Networks are no longer broadcasting them. He says this is a chance to address the game blackouts that inspire so much anger among fans. Diamond Sports Group is the parent company of 19 Bally Sports Networks. It skipped about $140 million in interest payments due Wednesday, starting a 30-day grace period that could be the prelude to a bankruptcy filing. Manfred acknowledged some teams could be at risk of losing revenue. He says MLB is prepared to help those teams. And Tiger Woods had a loud and successful return to the PGA Tour competition. Woods finished with three straight birdies for a 69 in the Genesis Invitational. That leaves him five shots behind co-leaders Max Homa and Keith Mitchell. Woods is playing for the first time against the world's best since he missed the cut in the British Open last July at St. Andrews. He looked to be losing ground with two bogeys and three holes, leaving him over par through 12 holes, and then he was flawless at the end, 
Woods says he hasn't heard such noise in a long time. It's good to see Tiger Woods getting back on the golf course. It's 822 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors are bracing for a longer fight from the Fed against inflation. The Wall Street Journal says strong economic numbers have been helping to drive the overall economy. Unemployment is at a 53-year low. Retail sales rose in January by 3%. The reaction was clear on Thursday as the Dow Jones gave up 431 points to close at 33,696. The S&P surrendered nearly 1.4%. The Nasdaq finished the day lower by one and three quarters percent. We're still getting a lot of our food delivered. DoorDash has reported better-than-expected sales for the fourth quarter, and it's offered upbeat guidance for the current period. Shares in that food delivery company jumped by as much as 6% on the news Thursday. And international airline passengers in New York and around the country are looking at a day of delays now after a power outage at Kennedy Airport. Dozens of flights have been canceled or delayed since last night from that New York airport. Jim Ryan, ABC News. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut. Take two. Action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose. To fight for the amazing life you've made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity to live. Get started at NoDiabetesByHeart.org. I'm Martin. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 825 on WMBF. Now time for A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Do all the notifications you get on your phone make you feel happy, informed, stressed out no matter what they are definitely causing you to lose focus on whatever you're trying to do now it may not seem like a big deal but all the time you spend checking your phone can really add up sharon horwood is a senior lecturer in psychology at deakin university in australia she says we know switching your phone to silent isn't going to magically fix the problem what is needed is behavioral change and that's hard start by turning off non-essential notifications horwood says Interrupt the urge to check and actively decide if it's going to benefit you. Or try the Pomodoro method. That involves breaking your concentration time into manageable chunks and then rewarding yourself with a short break in between those chunks, even to check your notifications. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our President's Day special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
If you question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit FDA.gov slash drug facts label. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Texting privacy. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 829 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Looks like we're getting our Friday morning off to a good start on the roads. No major traffic issues to speak of so far. So let's keep it that way and we'll all get to the weekend just a little bit sooner. And as always, if you see anything causing problems out there, give us a call and let us know. We will let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 53 degrees, some light rain in the area. Windchill has it at 48. Today, rain showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 4 p.m. Some thunder also possible. Temperatures falling to around 30 degrees by 4 p.m., a 90% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Saturday, sunny with a high near 41. Saturday night, mostly or increasing clouds with a low near 28 degrees. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 20, 36 degrees. It's 8.30. You're listening to WMBF. on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. Let the quantum mania begin. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania is in theaters this weekend. The latest big Marvel movie. And star Paul Rudd says his character, Scott Lang, just wants to chill and enjoy his newfound fame a little. We're starting the movie. He's already saved the universe. I mean, my God, can't the guy just, like, sit and breathe for ten minutes before he has to go up and face Kang the Conqueror? What's it gonna be? Kang the Conqueror, played by a very buff Jonathan Majors. Batman. Yeah, he was getting ready after this. He was going to shoot Creed. And I'm like, great, here we go. Yeah, I gotta... And I gotta fight you? Quantumania could earn over $100 million by the time President's Day weekend is over. Marvel is owned by Disney, the parent company of ABC News. And starting today, Super Nintendo World opens at Universal Studios Hollywood with all kinds of Super Mario Brothers rides and attractions. A similar world will open at Universal Orlando in 2025. And Ed Sheeran is 32 today. Jason Athens and ABC News, Hollywood. Your high school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in New York knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? New York needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. One of the top... 
where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Friday, February 17th. You're listening to WNBF. Two men and two women who were walking on the shoulder of a roadway in the town of Newark Valley were struck by an SUV. Authorities said three of the pedestrians were pronounced dead at the scene. The fourth person, a 27-year-old Newark Valley woman, was seriously injured. She was transported by helicopter to Upstate University Hospital in Syracuse, where she was reported to be in critical condition. According to the Tioga County Sheriff's Office, the three people who died were Newark Valley residents. They were 66-year-old John Stevens, 52-year-old Doreen Wood, and 25-year-old Curtis Acker. Investigators said a 2017 Hyundai Santa Fe was traveling south on Route 38 when it hit the four pedestrians around 11.20 a.m. Wednesday. The name of the 18-year-old driver of the vehicle was not released by authorities. They said the driver remained on the scene after the crash and has cooperated with the investigation. People who witnessed the crash or anyone who may have seen the black SUV traveling in the area before it struck the pedestrians may contact the Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigations Division at 607-687-1010. The state police crash reconstruction unit and the Tioga County District Attorney's Office are assisting the sheriff's office investigators. People who own businesses in the Binghamton Plaza are worried about the fate of the Northside Shopping Center that opened nearly six decades ago. Several tenants still occupy the West State Street Plaza. The last big store at the site, Kmart, closed its doors in December 2016. The vast empty space where Kmart operated now is being used for storage. Up until a couple of weeks ago, the place was filled with tons of hemp that had been abandoned by a business that had planned to process the stuff. Mayor Jared Cramps had said he wants to use eminent domain to seize the property for back taxes. Property manager John Toko said the plaza owners now have paid the back taxes. He said the buildings at the plaza are structurally sound, although some renovations are needed. Gillespie Realty of New Jersey, the property owners, have come up with redevelopment plans that include the possibility of a veteran center at the site. The project would have involved a partial demolition of an existing portion of the main plaza complex. Toko said representatives of the owners and plaza tenants are planning to attend a meeting at Binghamton City Hall next Tuesday to discuss the future of the property. Small business operators in the plaza are concerned about the mayor's threat to have the place torn down. Tokos on Thursday showed a reporter several occupied and vacant spaces throughout the plaza, noting they are in good condition. He noted the two-story executive office building on the north end of the property needs a new roof, but is otherwise in good shape. Tokos said many parents use a child care center located at the plaza. He said many vendors sell items at weekend flea markets, which operate at the complex. Local politicians and state officials gathered in Binghamton's first ward on Thursday morning to announce an open house for the North of Maine Revitalization Affordable Housing Project. The open house will be held by the First Ward Action Council at 43 North Street today from noon to 5 p.m. Binghamton area residents are welcome to view the recently finished affordable housing unit. City of Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram stated a shortage of quality affordable housing across Broome County has left too many of our families living in substandard and unacceptable conditions. In Binghamton, we're choosing to lead on solving this crisis, partnering with developers and organizations like the First Ward Action Council to support the creation of affordable housing. This project builds on the revitalization of the North of Maine neighborhood and transforms several blighted, dangerous properties into safe housing for residents. The open house is part of the $8.4 million North of Maine revitalization project, which is creating 23 units of quality affordable housing across seven sites in the neighborhood north of Main Street in Binghamton. The First Ward Action Council is rehabilitating six multifamily buildings and constructing a new four-unit building on a vacant lot on Walnut Street. 
Jerry Willard, First Ward Action Council Executive Director, said we are pleased to show off one of our just-completed buildings with apartments conveniently close to shopping, services, and jobs in downtown Binghamton. This project is the second major investment in the Noma neighborhood in recent years by the First Ward Action Council, New York State, and the City of Binghamton. Funding for the projects was provided by New York State and the City of Binghamton. Residents who are interested in renting one of the new apartments can contact the First Ward Action Council for more information. On February 9th, Broome County Sheriff's Office deputies responded to a physical injury domestic dispute in the town of Union. The victim reported that her boyfriend, Brian Sanks, age 66 of the town of Union, had attempted to smother her in her sleep, threatened to shoot her with a pistol, and threatened to use a taser baton on her. Brian was taken into custody by deputies, and an extreme risk protection order was subsequently issued. Deputies served the protection order on Brian and located a loaded Smith & Wesson 22 caliber revolver, pistol ammunition, a taser baton, and drug paraphernalia at his residence. The handgun was illegally obtained and possessed by Brian. As a result of the incident and subsequent investigation, Brian Sanks was charged with criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the fourth degree, and criminal obstruction of breathing or blood circulation. Sanks was arraigned and has remained in custody of the Broome County Sheriff's Office. He's scheduled to answer for his charges this week in Broome County Court. Several employees at a Tesla factory in Buffalo, New York, have been fired after launching union organizing efforts two days ago, according to Tesla Workers United. The group said in a statement on Thursday that workers received an email around 7 p.m. on Wednesday updating them on a new policy that prohibits them from recording workplace meetings without all participants' permission. TWU said the policy violates federal labor law and flouts New York's one-party consent law to record conversations. Pennsylvania Democratic Senator John Fetterman is in Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to seek treatment for clinical depression. His office said Thursday that Fetterman checked himself in Wednesday night. Fetterman continues to struggle with the after-effects of a stroke he suffered last May. His chief of staff, Adam Gentleson, says Fetterman has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, but it became severe in recent weeks. The 53-year-old Fetterman is in his first weeks as a U.S. senator after winning the seat held by now-retired Republican Pat Toomey. Last week, Fetterman stayed two days in George Washington University, checking himself in after becoming lightheaded. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, rain showers before 1 p.m., then a chance of snow showers after 3 p.m. Temperatures falling to around 28 degrees by 5 p.m., chance of rain 90%. Tonight, a chance of snow showers mainly before 1 a.m., Cloudy, then gradually becoming partly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, partly cloudy, a low near 28. And Sunday, cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Work, school, grocery shopping, doctor's appointments, the gym, to the airport to pick up loved ones, to the kids' soccer games, piano lessons, out for movie night, to hear your favorite band in the city, over to grandma and grandpa's house, and on last year's amazing road trip. Your vehicle takes you so many places. Protect it. When you leave your vehicle, remember to always take your keys or key fob with you and lock the doors. If you suspect auto theft, contact the National Insurance Crime Bureau at 1-800-TELL-NICB. That's 1-800-TEL-NICB or visit our website at www.nicb.org. 
A public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. At Toshiba. on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, if you happen to miss it in the newscast a couple minutes ago, there's going to be a little open house for the North of Maine Revitalization Affordable Housing Project today from noon to 5 p.m. at 43 North Street in Binghamton. Now, I was out there yesterday when they announced it. They're going to be open up a, a few units. They're looking to create 23 units of quality affordable housing in the neighborhood. But I got to walk around 43 North Street yesterday and have to say, it is quite the apartment. I had me sitting there wondering if, be a shame if it wasn't limited to just affordable housing. What if I could rent here? I think there's an application process for that, that I'm just, I'm not going to be able to do the application process. But it's a really nice apartment. So if you're looking for affordable housing in Binghamton, go to 43 North Street today and check it out. Hardwood. They kept a lot of the original features of the house. It was renovated, not just reconstructed out of nowhere. This is a really nice old fireplace, hardwood floors. The doorknob is the original doorknob. I learned that yesterday, and it looks really good. So you might want to check that out. It's 845. You're listening to WMBF. I'm Mark. Today might be the day I drop out of school. But you might be able to stop me. With United Way, you could tutor me. Be my mentor or volunteer to just read with me. There are tons of ways people like you can help kids like me stay in school. Make me a success, not a statistic. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Did you know that generic drugs are just as safe and effective as brand name drugs? Generics might look different, but they work the same way. And they can even save you money. Don't believe me? Ask your doctor or pharmacist. Or visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Looks like we're getting our Friday morning off to a good start on the roads. No major traffic issues to speak of so far. So let's keep it that way. Drive safely. We'll all get to the weekend just a little bit sooner. And as always, if you see anything causing problems out there, give us a call and let us know, and we will let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 53 degrees, some light rain in the area. The wind chill has it at 48. Today, rain showers before 2 p.m., then a slight chance of snow showers after 4 p.m. Some thunder is also possible. Temperatures falling to around 30 degrees by 4 p.m., 90% chance of rain. Tonight, chance of snow showers mainly before 2 a.m., mostly cloudy with a low near 17 degrees, a 40% chance of snow. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 41. Tomorrow night, increasing clouds with a low near 28. And Sunday, mostly cloudy with a high near 45. Sunday night, mostly cloudy, a low near 36 degrees. It's 849. You're listening to WMBF. Who take- WMBF. 851 on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. Parents, listen up. What's the most dangerous app for your kids? Or to rephrase the question, what app do the world's pedophile perverts love the most? I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at linkedin.com slash Kim. 
The Wall Street Journal reports TikTok has emerged as the biggest, fastest growing child danger zone yet. It's also the world's most downloaded social media app with billions of videos uploaded each month. Many featuring children and young teens singing, dancing and talking about their lives. A pedophile's dream app. TikTok's algorithm learns what each user likes. And it's a perfect storm. The very thing that keeps kids glued to the app makes it easier for pedophiles to find them, talk to them and groom them. I can't stress this enough. TikTok is an arm of the communist Chinese government. It should be banned in America. Until then, ban it from your home and your family. Sound like a tech pro, even if you're not one. Get my longer daily podcast, Perfect Run and Go, called Kim Commando today. Do you want to know what's trending now? You can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six months. That's right. No payments and no interest for six months. This is a big deal. NetSuite by Oracle has never made an offer like this in its 22 years as the leading cloud financial system. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, getting visibility and control over their financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. NetSuite has everything you need to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and increased productivity across every department. In fact, almost 90% of finance leaders agree that NetSuite helps them reduce manual data entry time. So whether your business generates millions or hundreds of millions of dollars, take advantage of this special financing offer of no payments or interest for six months today. Visit NetSuite.com slash Kim. That's NetSuite.com slash Kim for no payments or interest for six months. That's NetSuite.com slash Kim. NetSuite.com slash Kim. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Both Binghamton Bearcat basketball teams are in action tomorrow against the UMass Lowell Riverhawks. The men are on the road for a 1 p.m. game. You can listen to the game right here on WMBF. Pre-game starting at 1245. BU is currently in second place in the America East Conference with an 8-4 record. The Riverhawks are one half game back at 8-5. The women are currently in 6th place in the America East Conference and host the Riverhawks at the Event Center at 2 p.m. Fans can also hear that game on KISS 104.1, beginning with pregame coverage starting at 1.45. Conference tournaments rapidly approaching for both teams. So you're getting into crunch time in the season. Both teams in a fairly good position. Binghamton's men's team is definitely in a good position, 2nd place in the conference, but it's a tightly packed conference. All teams are more or less in the same area. As are the women, another tightly packed conference, but they're in sixth place, not second. The New York Giants re-signed wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins. He was scheduled to become an exclusive rights free agent next month. He was one of the Giants' biggest surprises this season as they ended a five-year postseason drought. The 24-year-old Hodgins was claimed off waivers from Buffalo on November 2nd and quickly became a favorite target of Daniel Jones in New York's offense. Hodgins finished with 33 receptions for 351 yards in just eight regular season games and tied Richie James for the most touchdown catches with four. He also caught eight passes for 105 yards and another touchdown in New York's 31-24 wildcard win at Minnesota. Some baseball news. Carlos Beltran is joining the Mets as a special assistant to general manager Billy Epler. His first work with the team since he lost his job as New York's manager for his role in the Houston Astros cheating scandal. Beltran was hired on November 1st, 2019 to replace Mickey Calloway as Mets manager. 
The Mets announced Beltran's departure the following January 16th, after Beltran was the only Astros player mentioned by name in Major League Baseball's report. That concluded the team broke rules by using electronics to steal signs en route to the 2017 World Series title. Now, if you're wondering what Carlos Beltran's role in that was, um, a lot of players who stayed anonymous pointed him out as the ringleader and the guy who really tried to implement this system on a day-to-day basis. So ended up losing that Mets managerial job. I'm sure the Mets are plenty happy with Buck Showalter. Had a great year last year. New Rangers ace Jacob DeGrom says the tightness in his left side is very minor. The Rangers have delayed the start of camp workouts for their prized acquisition. The right-handers past two seasons with the New York Mets were shortened significantly by injuries. DeGrom says he is already further ahead than normal this spring. Says he had already thrown about six times off a mound before getting to spring training after usually getting only two or three such sessions before getting to camp. And 34-year-old DeGrom signed a $185 million five-year deal with the Texas Rangers in December. Didn't really give the Mets a chance to match that. But the Mets pivoted, signed Justin Verlander to a two-year deal. Probably work out better for them as Justin Verlander a little more of a sure bet to pitch for the entire season for the Mets. It's 8.59. You're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 8.59 on WMBF, closing out the final hour of the week of First News with myself, James Kelly, Bob Joseph's Binghamton Now. Our live and local talk show is coming up next. That's your chance, the listener, to call in, give your opinions. 